start talking. It is Friday, April the 1st. April Fool's Day 2022. Will Donna return for a replay 77 through 81? This is episode 272. Yes, 272 of the Paul Truesdale podcast. We always have a rough crowd here, no doubt about it. Kill him, do it. Shoot him. Kill him and shoot him. Oh, that's not so good. Oh, you guys got to stop that. We don't like that. Anyways, we've got 269 days until Christmas, 269 days until Christmas. And I'm going to give you a few facts and figures and kind of expand this brief introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, parents will spend about $270 to $300 per child when it comes to Christmas. 10% of all Europeans go into debt for Christmas. One out of a 10 of all gifts are returned. Just remember that. 41% of Americans are willing to re- go into debt in order to buy crap. About 15.2, 15.5 billion dollars of all the gifts that are given are unwanted. They just, people don't want the damn things. Americans are going to spend about six to maybe as much as six and a half billion dollars on Christmas trees. Only 21% of Americans are spending less year over year. And and the average spend for Christmas is getting close to $1,000. Now, ladies, well, it shows that y'all tend to spend about 20 hours shopping for Christmas presents every year. I mean, that's a lot of time. And almost 60% of Americans say they just as soon have a gift card. But hey, that doesn't work. What you do want to do, though, is we want to keep the FedEx drivers, we want to keep the UPS workers, we want to keep Amazon working. It's working, working, working. Why? Because we need all our crap. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Seems like I do this every week. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned. Yes, right, Bill. Let's get started. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Well, it's time to laugh, time to think, time to uh, get the old brain cells going, some protein in them, and joining me every time we do one of these things are my buddies, Roscoe, yeah. Curly Joe, Tiny Tim, Yes. Ah, uh, we got the Reverend Ralph. Oh, Ralph, he gets in the in the pulpit, and he just likes to talk and talk and talk, and this is what he always says. Oh. That's right, not a whole lot. We got Leon from uh, Gasamascus from Damascus. Uh, we got Bubba and Tarzan from where? Well, they're in the forest here in Oca-Cola. Wow. That's right. I said Coca-Cola because literally yesterday I had somebody say, where are you from? I said, Ocala. He said, you mean Coca-Cola? I said, yeah, that's right. No, I'm that guy from Ocala. It is what it is what it is. So listen, we've got a couple of cool things. I want to talk a little bit about oh, the years 1977 to 1981. Boy, do they bring back memories. You might remember this song. 
Last Dance. That's right, Last Dance. Donna Summer. Oh, I love Donna Summer. Donna Summer died, unfortunately. And it was the uh, soundtrack to the film, uh, Thank God It's Friday. Last Dance was something else. Okay, For those of you who are of, of age... Remember when we used to go disco dancing? We used to go and dance the night away. It was unbelievable. Well, dance, Last Dance became a critical and commercial success. It won an Academy Award, Golden Globe, Best Original Song, Grammy Award for Donna, Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. It peaked on Billboard's 100 in 1978 at number 70, at number three. That's right, number three. Ah, yeah, she was bad. She was bad but good. Her actual name is LaDonna Adrian Gaines, and she was born in 1948, died in 2012, known as Donna Summer. And the reason I'm bringing this up to you is that uh, this was a time frame for me where, you know, we danced uh, to songs such as Love to Love You Baby, I Feel Your Love, MacArthur Park. She had a total of 42 singles, and um, she, I mean, she was consistently in the, the top. It was absolutely fantastic. So her heyday year, 75 through 84. But again, the question is why am I talking about Donna? So let's dance, let's dance, let's dance, let's dance, let's dance, let's dance tonight. So one of the things that uh, the last dance was. Um, always kind of cool to me because one of the things that was uh, important in my opinion is the fact that for those of you who well you know you're starting to see inflation you're starting to freak out see i'm going to do a little quick tie-in we're going to tie in donna summers we're going to tie in inflation we're going to talk a little bit about dancing and a whole lot of other things all together here what do you say roscoe does that make sense yeah that's what i do right curly joe so here's the thing. Back in 1977 through 81, my career is just getting started. I'm kicking it in high gear. Man, I'm off and I'm running. Things are going good. I got to tell you, yeehaw. Yes. But the problem was inflation. And for a lot of people, it's been pretty easy for a long, long time. Oh. And here's the problem, guys. From 1977 to 1981, total inflation, again, 50%. We averaged a little over 10%, actually 10.32%. But literally, one year in 1977, it was 6.5%. 1981, we capped at 10.32%. Basically, if it cost a dollar in 1977, guess what? It cost a buck fifty in 1981. Remember, I had a money market account that paid me 21.5%. I had a mortgage that was like, I was glad to get a mortgage at 30 years. I think we was, I think it was 16, 16.5%. I remember that I had a $50,000 or $55,000 mortgage in um, 1981. And like three or four years later, I had a three hundred fifty dollars or $400,000 mortgage and wound up paying the same damn amount on a monthly basis I had for that fifty. It just, uh, it is what it is. Wow. So here's the thing. Inflation is here. And, um, you know, a lot of people have had it easy for a long, long time. And I'm going to prove to you exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you take, again, those five years, 1977 to 1981, we had 50%. But for those of you who have been around, okay, for... Mm, let's say since 2002. In 19 years, from 2002 into 2021, the inflation was what? 50%. That's right. 50%. So as a result, I got to tell you, 
You might as well dance, laugh, and enjoy the ride because it could get butt-ass ugly coming up. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, Russia and what's going on in Ukraine when it comes to a lack of discipline, because there's a real problem with the Russian army, the Russian military, the whole procurement system, and just this pure, unadulterated lack of, again, discipline. Yeah. And you see it in things if you are watching the way we are watching. Now, one of the things I have had, I've had several people who are meme-based. When I see their meme-based, what they're looking at are little things and extrapolating them into big things. So, for example, you see a couple of these Russians who have uh, been captured. They're artillerymen, and you see Ukrainians shooting them in the kneecaps. Wow! Yeah, and so as a result, in order to feel like they're big men on campus. This is the media, but the media then influences everyday men and women in their thinking. What they do is they, oh, the Ukrainians are all doing uh, torture on, on people that are being captured. Well, now, wait a minute. The Ukrainians have made it really clear that anyone captured who is in the artillery forces, they're shelling civilian facilities. The pictures are unquestionably clear. Russians have killed thousands, tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of civilians. You have no idea how many they, they've killed, okay? That's a fact. Wow. So the Ukrainians are not supposed to be upset. Someone comes up to you. I'm just, I'm talking only to men right now. Men, somebody comes up to your wife. You have your wife and your child there. And they 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 slug you. They knock you down on the ground. And they begin to sexually assault your wife with your child present, who's too young to do anything, and is standing there crying and watching. What do you do? Do you stand around and go, oh, that's okay, that's okay. Red alert! I, 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 that's okay. And when, when you have the opportunity to pull your gun, are you going to shoot the person and kill them? I don't know about you, but I would. I would. Certainly. And I think you should too. Yeah. That's the way it is. It's called life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. It's called you feel that you're in threat of death or great bodily harm. You get to use deadly force. So do you have the right then to be Judge Roy Bean and judge these people? The answer is actually yes. It's a war. You have the right to judge them. And the Ukrainians have that right. You say, well, they don't have that right. There has to be a trial. By who? It's a war. All the components of civility have been destroyed by the invading force. So you need to think of it like that. And again, it goes back to discipline. You know, we had this outrage in our country over Abu Ghraib, the mistreatment of prisoners by American soldiers. And, and you know, people paid a consequence and maybe some people didn't get what they should have gotten, but they shouldn't have done that. Well, you know that and I know that. But the bottom line is that pales in comparison to what's going on in Ukraine. It's just a lack of discipline. And you, you see this lack of discipline in the number of tanks that are being destroyed all the, the, the tactics that are out there, the pictures of some of these Russians, the way they're sleeping and, and living. When you actually see the inside of these tanks, and I have to tell you, the reality in life is we have been paying a lot of attention to what's going on. Oh, We have sources, we have video, we have contacts, and we literally talk to every single day. These people, these Russians, this, this mishmash force of all different kinds of goofballs, 
all people. Are, they have no discipline and they're filthy. The inside of some of these tanks and inside their facilities, they're filthy. So the lack of discipline, the trash, the, the, the dirtiness of these people plays out in the way they do combat. Now, right off the bat, I guarantee you somebody's going to be thinking, oh, sure, I've seen our guys and they've been tough looking. What do you expect, Paul? Do you expect people to take showers while out there? No, I don't. But I also don't expect to see an invading army, any army that's professional to be look, look like a trailer park boys. Not going to happen. So if you have this trailer trash, beer cans everywhere, trash, here's a key thing. This is really a key thing. If I'm flying a drone, if I'm flying a drone, Tiny Tim, what are we going to be looking for? Are we going to be looking for telltale signs of where they're at? Yes! That's what we're going to be doing, okay? So we're going to be looking for those telltale signs of where they're at. When you're, and, and you, look, we've all seen it, right? We've all seen it. I don't care if it's Florida, Alabama, Mississippi. I don't care if it's New York, Pennsylvania. I don't care where it's at. The old goofy, you know, they got a, you got a mobile home and it's out in the, the woods and, uh, you know, bubbing the pickup truck and the beer cans and trash everywhere. You got the burn pit. Can't, too damn lazy even pick up their own trash, right? Kind of is what it is what it is. So I'm flying my drone overhead and looking for where the bad guys are at. In this case, the Russians, the invaders, the marauders, the rapers. I mean, the people that are destroying the civilians, raping mom and the kids and killing dad and letting dad watch for, for terroristic and filthy purposes and then blowing his brains out in front of mama. This is actually going on, but I want to get these guys. I want to get them. I really want to get them. Why do you think so many people from all across the world are flowing to Ukraine to fight these guys? Because people who have had experiences with them know what they're like yeah so i got my drone i got my drone and i see all this trash candy wrappers paint toilet paper beer cans just stupid stuff hey that's a good good chance that there's an encampment so when you think about some of the movies you've seen about snipers how they're careful to take all of their trash back with them leave nothing for anybody to see when you go into a national park state park and you see that sign that says um please pick up all your trash throw it in an appropriate receptacle leave nothing behind but footprints. When you are boondocking, you're out in land for the Bureau of Land Management. There's a reason why they ask you to dig a hole and poop in a hole instead of just leaving it on the ground for everywhere and to bury your trash. There's a reason for it. And in the military, you want to have as the least amount of footprint as possible. So again, it gives away your position. It just completely gives away your position. One of the things when you are in combat and you have basically these cargo pants, leave at least one spot available for your trash. Take it out with you, okay? So when you have drones or drones are going over, they're tracking these idiots by their trash. And again, it applies to everything. These T-80 tanks, the numbers that are destroyed, the way they're destroyed, the way things are going down. Come on. There's got to be a fundamental reason, and that is the army there sucks. It sucks from a lack of, well, discipline and responsibility. I want to talk about that now in terms of American employees on the average on the whole and for the most part. Those of you who are employed, employees, self-employed, and employers who can't seem to ever save a damn dime.
So I've been doing this business for a long, long time. I've been saving money for a long, long time. I've had relationships with women that are never going to go anywhere because they have spending problems. I cannot tell you how it is so frustrating in life to see people doing the same thing over and over, to see the government doing the same things over and over, and they're screwing the average man and woman. It's frustrating. It is so frustrating. And one of the things that has ruined the nation for many people, not not everybody. Something that has ruined a lot of people is the 401k. And you're going to say, what? And I'm going to tell you again, the 401k, along with your government programs such as tax shelter annuities, the 403b, the 457 plan, many of these plans yeah. are touted as being the greatest thing since white sliced bread. But in reality, not so good. Right, Curly Joe? Certainly. And so one of the things that a lot of you have received paperwork on is class action litigation about your 401k having charged too much in, in fees for this or that and commissions, et cetera. And that's not what I'm talking about. The great ripoff is that everybody says the same thing. You got to pay yourself first, right, Roscoe? Yeah. You got to pay yourself first, right, Curly Joe? You got to pay yourself first. But the problem when you pay your first, yourself first and it gets out of your paycheck, if you can't touch it, it's gone. There's a real problem there because it actually causes a stink bomb. Stink bomb is many men and women across this country don't have discipline, just like the Russian army. They don't have the discipline to actually manage their money. And so when they get ready to retire, remember, I have been doing advanced estate planning for a long, long time, for 36 years. I've been talking about wills and trusts and powers of attorney, doing asset protection planning, talking about the Isle of Man. It's not about Swiss trusts. It's not about going to the Cayman Islands. It's not just about creating uh, corporations in Nevada or or in the Delaware or in the Dakotas, what an Alaskan trust is, the advantages of all sorts of different foundations versus charities and how you can make a person go blind trying to find out how much money you have. It's not about just that. What estate planning is always about is about people who actually had long-term time horizon and the discipline. Yeah. The discipline that the Russians lack that our military, our elite military has. Certainly. And on a one-to-one basis, this big, scary bear that we've all been told about, they don't exist. If we wanted to kick their ass, we could, no doubt about it. Yes! And I think the whole world is fed up with these people, and they're getting ready to kick their ass. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out because when you have a group of people who have a lack of discipline, it comes down to the most basic fundamental things. You're going to lose. And I've got some people that I've met lately that are, I would consider them potential clients, potential prospects, people that actually could make something of their life. And the problem I'm seeing is they have no damn discipline to save money on their own. If, it, if they don't have the 401k, they're not going to have anything. And you know, you're going to say, I know some of you are going to say right now, what's wrong with that? Red alert! Well, the red alert problem is, is that once you have the ability to get your hands on the money, you know what you do? Red alert! You spend it. You got to stop doing that. You got to stop doing that. It's like you have equity in your house. Okay, take equity out of the house and pay your bills. Don't do that. There's, a, there's it's, it's about time horizon. It's about discipline. It's about focus. It's about consistency. Life is, has some really basic fundamental rules. And some of those fundamental rules I'm going to review with you now next. 
So remember, I always say this, and this will be one of the last times that this will be available on the Paul Truesdale podcast, because what we're going to be doing going forward is a lot of this material will reference, then it's going to go exclusively to those who are signed up on where Fixed Cost Financial. So if you want to see Fixed Cost Financial, what a little bit what we're doing, go there in the next day, maybe this afternoon, we're going to roll out the new site, fixedcostfinancial.com. You'll sign up for it. We're going to move everything in that direction and reduce the number of public items we're going to provide to people. That's just kind of the way it's going to be. Right, Roscoe? Yeah. So the seven coils, which I now use that word to reference components of independent living. The seven coils are mindset, physical, emotional, intellectual, relationship, financial, and risk. The seven components of independent living involve mindset, physical, emotional, intellectual, relationship, financial, and risk. Those are, in my opinion, in the order of importance so that you have to have the right mindset. And so discipline, a long-term time horizon, being professional, dressing appropriately, willing to stand up to people and say, no, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I'm just not going to do it. A good example is the overwhelming response that I had by people on LinkedIn when I put a photo up. I put a photo of myself being dressed up. I had an opportunity and I needed to basically uh, go to a deposition and people asked me, uh, anything special going on? I said, yeah, I got to go kill, I got to go kill somebody. So I put a photo up because every time I do any kind of extensive traveling, I always take a photo of myself and I leave it for our my family. I've, I've done this for years and years and years. I did it as a law enforcement officer. Hey, if I'm killed, this is what daddy looked like, you know? Hey, if you need to find the body, this is what the body looks like. But I put up on LinkedIn this picture of me just simply standing with my suit on in my boardroom. And I wrote, once upon a time, this was the standard attire for business, how quickly the decades pass. I enjoy being the entrepreneurial contrarian. I always have been and always will be. It works for me, but upsets some highly immature buttercups that makes me smile. Every single person. I just, I got a great number of people. We're getting close to 1,600 people who have liked it. People, I have no idea who they are. I thought that was kind of cool. Several people. One gentleman is retired, a retired broadcaster. He was on the evening news. I have another lady who has won Emmys up in New York. I mean, these are people that know what the importance of actually putting on a suit and tie, looking nice. And I think that's one of the problems. I have no problem, especially in Florida, it's hotter than all Billy Heck, having a collared shirt without a tie. I got no problem with that. But what I do believe is that a lack of discipline is causing people to dress down and down and down. And of course, I had one person that I know who is insecure. If you say it's it's raining out, they'll give you a degree. Well, it's not really raining, it's misting. And if you say, well, it's misting out, they'll come back and say, well, yes, yeah, misting, but there's a chance of heavy rain. Those kind of people you just got to get rid of in life. Don't deal with those people. They're insecure. They're immature. They're always going to be disruptive. But just think about this for a minute. A guy like me, I guess I get away with it because I've got gray hair now and I've got some wrinkles, got a lot of time in business and people begin to know I'm not taking crap from anybody in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Yeah, Roscoe, I'm not doing it. I put a very simple thing up. Hey, I'm going to be going down to Tampa. Got to take care of a thing. Got a lot of bunch of, bunch of people I'm seeing in the morning and afternoon and doing this little thing real, real bright and early. And I have my semi smile. That's the way I smile. I don't do a big toothy smile and have a big grin. Oh, I laugh and cut up at times. The people that evening and recently, oh, I I was a jokester, went to a travel engagement in uh, Tampa and um, the people who put it on did a fantastic job. 
me. And uh, if you ever want a referral to a um, travel agent, you want somebody who really knows what they're doing, especially when it comes to cruises. Boy, whoa! we have somebody who knows what they're doing. You won't be uh, stuck on a ship and uh, screaming your, your head off trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, you won't be dealing with uh, passengers just screaming and hollering, what am I going to do? I can't believe. Uh, yeah, you won't have that. You'll have people that actually know what they're doing. Yeah. So once upon a time, this was the standard attire for business. And I tell you that because back in the 1940s and 50s, after my father, father got out of World War II as a Marine, guess what? Every day he went to work, it was a suit and tie. If you look at paultruesdell.com, you see a picture of my father from 1938 when he was 23. The next year at 24, he married with my mom and got married in a Trinity Lutheran Church in Detroit, one of the biggest churches in Detroit, and then went to the Masonic Lodge. Dad had, mom had, uh, I think, either 10 or 12, I have to think about it, uh, bridesmaids. Dad had uh, the 10. It was a beautiful affair. The pictures are actually amazing. One day I'll share them with some of my clients. My dad then went out and bought a brand new Packard Super 8, and they drove from Detroit to Atlantic City, 1939. Think about that. They drove a Packard <laughs> from from Detroit to Atlantic City. Dad paid cash for that car to go to the, land, to the World's Fair. And the picture, if you look at my dad, is uh, you know he's got a suit and tie on. He's got a vest. He's standing on a, an open field. And by that age, he had already been living independently for nine years because he'd been on his own since 14. He couldn't stand his mother because she was turned out to be a drug addict. She got hooked on opium. His father was extremely wealthy and, and much, much older. I'm older than my wife. My dad married a lady. My mother, same age, but that was the unusual thing in the family. We tend to marry much, much younger and wait to have children until we're much older. Dad broke the mold on that one. The old adage was, although for me, when they had me, obviously, they were much older. But that was the old age. You don't have children until you're financially independent. You work because you want to work, not because you have to work. Grandfather was born in 1865. That's a long time ago, Roscoe. Yeah. So the point being is that takes discipline. Now, back in the day, if you're going to wear a suit and tie in the 1920s or 30s, you had you didn't get things dry cleaned like you do today. You had clothing brushes. You wore dark overcoats rather than light overcoats because dark didn't show dirt as much. You had to press what you were doing. It took time. You might have an old-fashioned stove that you, well, you heated up with wood and you put a old-fashioned iron, basically like a skillet, a pan, and you ironed your clothes. You used starch because it kept it firmer and kept dirt off longer. You did things like that. It took preparation. I mean, our country and our men went to war. I know, ladies, you're going to lose your cookies over that. Women didn't go to war years ago, and most of the wars are fought by men. I'm not being sexist, it just is what it is. With hardly anything. They had a pot on their head, they had their hunting rifle, <laughs> hodgepodge of uniforms, and off they went. Ragtag bunch of guys and do what they had to do. But today, our military is professional. They're sharp. And you don't see these tall, short, fat, dumpy-looking people with no discipline. You see that in some of these law enforcement agencies, and it's getting worse and worse all the time. i got to be honest with you, sometimes I've gone to Tampa and I've seen some people that I'm trying to wonder if, if they're Tweedledee or Tweedledum. They're like little bowling pins walking around. I've seen some of the guys down there and gals sharp as attack. But some officers, I mean, they just let themselves go to hell in a handbasket. They shouldn't have been hired in the first place. They're just simply too small. Oh, you can't discriminate on, on height or, or anything else. Well, yeah, sometimes you got to. Oh. Why? Because in a real fist fight, sometimes size matters. Yeah. And it just is 
is what it is. I'm 6'2". I weigh 215 pounds, 208 somewhere, depending upon how much lifting weights and how much water retention I've got going on. And in some agencies, I would be the smallest guy in the force going back 40, 50 years. Today, be one of the bigger ones. The point going back to the Russians and going back to 401ks and going back to all of this is self-discipline. It's critical to have self-discipline. If you do not have the discipline to do it day in and day out, you're going to fail. And so there are certain things you need to do every day. For example... There's a fellow by the name of Jordan Peterson, and he's kind of considered by some to be like a rock star psychologist. And he has, he's the author of, of a couple of books, and one of them is 12 Rules for Life. And in 12 Rules for Life, again, a lot of it is is not understood by the ding-dongs out there who are meme-based. And, and again, I know one person who would say, 12 rules, well, I know 20 rules, or I can do it down in six. Now, you know, again, when you have somebody who is always one upping whatever it is, get away from those people because uh, they will just literally drive you nuts. But one of the things he said is, it's really simple. Make your bed. Why is that a thing? Because if you get up in the morning, you take a shower, you get dressed, and you leave the house, right? Think about this. You don't make your bed. You don't make your bed because you're too damn lazy. Your clothes are la laying everywhere. Eventually, it's a lot more work to do things when they pile up. Make your bed. The point is not actually to make your bed, but it is. That's something you should do. The point is to have a habit, to do things consistently over and over and over. Now, this isn't just dad lecture. Okay, this isn't grandpa lecturing. In some cases, it's not grandpa lecturing. This is not your buddy or your friend. Okay, bingo. This is me. I've been there. I've done it. Know what I'm talking about. And I'm telling you sincerely, you have got to follow some of the basic rules in life. And that is, yeah, you need to pay yourself first. But in a 401k, you're not paying yourself first. Bingo. Your employer is paying you first. Bingo. That's right. Your employer is paying you first. And when you do that, you know what you're not doing? You're not building a habit. You're not. Your employer has the habit. Everything is on auto mode. Just like you go to Amazon, you go, oh, well, I need toothpaste about once a quarter, so I'm going to get my toothpaste. Oh, I'm going to go online and order my, my food, you know, because I'm too damn lazy. Put together a shopping list, and as I'm in the car, I go by the grocery store and buy a few things. Oh, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time. Everything's got to be online. It's got to be convenient. Bingo. No, it's because to be very blunt with you, very few people in the world are so busy. They have to have servants. And so many people think they deserve servants and they don't have the money for it. Yeah. What tells Matthew people? I've said the same thing about, oh, every morning I get up, get out of bed. Oh, the bed's, oh, I got so much to do. These are things that weigh on you. They, they just weigh on you. Oh, I got to do, I got to do this. It's like being a rushing in a tank. Yeah, I gotta get some sleep. I gotta, oh, I gotta sleep next to those stinky, smelly socks. Because they're scumbags. They have no discipline to keep things clean. And I guarantee you, I, like I know, I'm thinking of one person in particular. They, they, if I say it, they're gonna be a contrarian, which is why I just don't have anything to do with them anymore. Because it's just, you know, oh. Yeah! Oh! 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 Oh!
Yeah, there's Curly Joe. He finds a cockroach in his uh, in his tank, and his uh, is one of his military devices that the Ukrainians are going to blow up and fry him in anyway. So might as well just put a bullet in his head. A lot of you guys, if you're Russian and hey, listen, if somehow or another you're Russian and you're listening to this podcast, just put a bullet in your brain and get over. The Ukrainians are coming from you, and they're never going to stop, no matter what you do. You can do a blitzkrieg, another offensive. The Germans did that in World War II. Allies drove them back. I guarantee you. But this time, now yeah, this time the civilians, professional military, not only there from around the world, they're coming for you. The bear, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to whip your ass something fierce. It's done. The Soviet Union, I can predict it now. I don't do predictions, but I do forecasts. I shouldn't have said that word. The forecast I have is there's an 80 to 85% chance that not only is the USSR gone, the Soviet Union is gone, but Russia, yeah, I think you're going to, you're basically, you're done as well. There's a lot of things going on that we're watching. There's no way. And it comes from one thing, a lack of discipline. It's no different than the guy or gal that you know, every time they go to the store, they buy something. Oh, that's on sale. Look how much money I saved. You didn't save a damn dime, okay? Yeah. You spent money. You're fooling yourself thinking you saved money. You didn't save any money, okay? You didn't save any money. Just like you go to work, eh, well, the shirt's a little bit wrinkled. Well, collar's a little dirty. Eh, well, you know, it just takes so much extra effort to clean it. Oh, I'll just take it to the dry cleaner because, well, I mean, we're doing laundry and ironing. Oh, yeah, it takes work. Yeah, it takes work, meaning that instead of looking at your iPad and watching another tiki taki video or doing another YouTube video, you actually might put something on the tel- television that you actually can learn. You might listen to a podcast. You get out the ironing board. You get a little bit of uh, a spray bottle, put a little starch on, and uh, get a good starch uh, clean uh, that shirt. And before you actually wash it, you actually use some shout and a, and a toothbrush, and you work the collar and get it nice and cleaned up. Wow. Oh, that's so much work. Wait a minute. You're physically engaging, standing up. You can move around. You can do some squats. You can stretch. You can bend. As you're ironing, you can go stop periodically, pick up some weights and do some presses, do some curls. You're actually working out. Ironing. Wow, you're actually working up a sweat. Oh, but I got to put on my sweatpants. I got to put on my shoes. I got to go to the gym. Oh, I got to go to the gym. And I got to I gotta look so pretty. I got to look so pretty. I got to have a routine. I got to go with my people because oh, I got to have a routine. Yeah, I don't think so. Certainly. So I'm being a little bit of a dick. Hey, I got no problem with that. That's my that's my calling in life. But if you're if you're blunt and you're honest, you know I'm telling you the truth. These Russians, I mean, they're a clown show. And it's okay to call it that way. From an entire group of people, this guy Putin, just look at this little tard. I mean, somebody needs to go out and thump this guy. He's nothing more than a, uh, he, he's nothing more than a little Stalin. He's a criminal. Look at his lifestyle. It's ridiculous. These politicians, they get in there, line their pockets. Nancy Pelosi's another one. Hunter Biden and his dad. I mean, I think Biden's doing a damn good job lately with a couple different things. Do I think he's out to lunch, kind of like uh, Bruce Willis? Probably. At least the people that are running the government, the real people that are running the government, are doing a damn good job. I don't know who they are. (laughs) 
And I really don't care anymore because I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing on my mindset, physical, emotional, intellectual relationship, financial, and risk. And there's a reason why I say every single day, and I'm going to tie it all together and we'll get out of here. Every single day, you have to do your strength, endurance, and flexibility training with natural nutrition, hydration, everything in moderation. Because when it hits the fan, and it will, right, Roscoe? Yeah. Those that are in shape, those that do not have underlying morbidity, mortality components. I mean, you don't have diabetes, you don't have heart disease, you're not carrying 700 extra pounds, you're not walking around like a weeble, okay? You can actually walk past the hostess Twinkie Ho-Ho or Clark Bar without having to stop and take a big mouthful. You actually drink water rather than a big gulp. You actually drink coffee and actually enjoy the taste of coffee without putting 15 pounds of sugar and four cows in a damn cup. Yeah! And you actually have just good old-fashioned discipline. If you're standing on the line, you raise up on your toes periodically doing toe raises. Why would I do that? Because it would strengthen your calves. When you're sitting around and just kind of in line waiting, traffic, you have one of these flexible bands, which I've talked about forever, and you're you're working out your arms a little bit. Oh, that's not going to do that much. Do you think? Have you ever seen the size of my freaking chest? Ever seen the size of my arms? I'm not a little guy. Big enough where I can take on any any punk in their their 20s. And most of those kids, I kicked their damn ass. I ain't a young kid anymore. That's because of discipline. Do I have things I can improve on? Hell yes. But this is going to be the last of the long podcasts for a while. When we do some of these long ones, we're going to do deep dives. My son and I will be doing some deep dives on what's going on in Ukraine. We we're going to put them on the Paul Truesdale podcast. They're all going to be exclusively for those who are clients or prospective clients, people who are friends of ours for fixed cost financial. Okay? That's the way it's going to work. Yes! But the key thing is the seven coils, mindset, it's everything. I call it minting millionaire mindsets. You don't have that, you're never going to have a pot to piss in long term. And let's finish up with this. You know, Bruce Willis is a good person and I'm going to be using them, using him a lot coming up, okay? I'm going to be using him a lot because we know him. Back in the day when he was in the TV show Moonstruck, all the diehards, all the various funny movies, Code Red. There's just so many different movies he's been involved in. Married Demi Moore, made some kids. Another marriage, more kids. By all accounts, a really nice guy. But here's the key thing. God has a funny sense of humor. And God apparently has decided he's going to lose his brain. It's called cognitive impairment. I've had not just a few hundred, not a few thousand, but between all of our business practices, all of the seminars, all the workshops, all the clients, I've had tens of thousands of clients, hundreds of thousands of meetings between my wife and I. We are absolute unequivocal beyond the exclusion of every reasonable doubt. Subject matter experts when it comes to retirees, retirement, estate planning, asset protection planning, planning, investing, risk management. Guarantee it, we know it. We have forgotten more than most people will ever know. Why? Because we didn't fiddle fart around and do a little bit here and a little bit there. It was a single focus in our life. Right, Roscoe? Yeah. I'll tell you, you can look at somebody, you can tell if they're going to be cognitively impaired. There's just something about the eyes. Cops know that. Anyone who's in law enforcement. Cindy, if you're listening, we recently connected. Cindy's a great gal, former NYPD cop. Boy, did we ever hit it off. She said, I knew you had to be a cop. Just the way you handle yourself, the way you look at a 
crowd. There was just something there because I wouldn't I wouldn't tell. I try to avoid telling people what I used to do 100 years ago because it's not important. But it does become important when I have to make a point. The point, for example, that I used to get up and stretch and bend. I didn't eat for a, a period of time. I always wanted to make sure I was ready to fight. I had a bunch of fights. To this day, I can feel every single one of them on my body. My God, the number of times I've been slugged is not funny. And Cindy and I had a great story about how she had a hell of a fight. 20 minutes, had to just wrestle with a guy. And yeah, yeah, sometimes other cops, you know, we all stick together. You know, we all bleed blue. Some of those guys are jerks. They actually are. And they'll let one of their own Whoa. get hurt because eh, you, you don't follow the same mold. Now that that has changed over time. And a lot of you ladies know what I'm talking about, but the reality in life is that didn't happen with real cops. Real cops always came to help people. Real law enforcement doesn't do things like this jackass down in Tampa who retired, who went out and is facing a hundred counts of child pornography. Jesus, God, what the hell's the matter there? Oh. But you also don't have a military that's a bunch of slobs. They actually will pick up their trash. They don't go out and rape and pillage a community. Um, for the American Armed Forces, we have supply lines. We don't carry big tanks, 55-gallon tanks on the back of our gas tanks. Okay, I'm talking about containers of fuel on the back of our tanks because we have supplies that will, a supply line, logistics that will refuel these things. We think things through, okay? The invading army outruns their supply lines and then wind up being surrounded and destroyed. That's happening all the time with the Russians. You can't fix stupid, can you, Roscoe? Yeah. And so today, the point of this is simply make your bed, like Jordan Peterson said. Real simple. Housekeeping. If you just pick up a piece of trash, pick it up. I used to have a renter in one of our houses. Every time I went over to mow the, and I would do it. I would mow the properties. I did that for years. Good exercise, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, now I'm going to come out and help clean things up, pick up brushes. No. Slob. A person that leaves a rental property as, as a slob. Slob. Hey, I got a drone. Look for where the slobs are. Hey, the slobs are over there. You can't see them under the camo. Yeah, but look at all the trash. Oh, let's send in a rocket and blow them up. Boom. Ah, got us another tank. This stuff ain't tough. The rules in life ain't tough. And one of the rules is don't make emotional decisions. A lot of people make emotional decisions because, oh, he goes to my church. Oh, I know him. Oh, I, whatever reason you use these emotional based investment advisors, bankers, agents. Oh, well, you know, I, I like the guy. No, you'll just pay more because you're a moron. You don't take the time to understand what's going on or you're a nervous, nervous. Well, I don't know if I can trust you. Huh? Ooh, uh, you know, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, they might steal my money. Ugh, the hell with you. So when it comes to people like Bruce Willis, yeah, guarantee it, he didn't spend all of his money and blow it. He had a little bit of a time horizon where he could put the movies together, his career together. He had people around him. Hey, again, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You can look in people's eyes. You can tell, yeah, that's, that's us, us cops. Those of us who deal with people, psychologists, psychiatrists, medical doctors, real medical doctors, they know to look at fingernails. You can look at the lines. You can look at the different things in people's faces. You, the face tells so many things. You can tell how healthy somebody is. You can spot a drunk. You can spot a drug addict. You can spot people who are stressed. People have got a little bit of, you know, a little touch of the mental illness thing going on there. And it's the same thing with cognitive impairments. So much of it shows in the eyes if you know how to look in eyes. But hey, you know, so many people today are afraid to look at somebody in the eyes. Oh, I'm afraid. I can't really look in somebody's eyes. I'm intimidated by the eyes. Oh, I, I can't do it. It's just not right when I'm with school. Oh, they wouldn't allow me to do that. Yeah, no. A lot of you could have graduated school when you were in fourth grade. Why? Because you already had your act together and the rest of them ain't going to learn anything more after fourth grade. The basic rules in life are really simple. Okay. I'm really serious about this. And so it applies. Bruce Willis, guess what? He needed money and will need money for his K-12 
care. He needs to have a good relationship. So think about mindset. What his mindset was younger in life is carrying him when he has lost his mind older in life. And he's only 67. He's just a few years older than me. Oh my God, that scares That's just unbelievable. So sad. But I'm going to use that as a tragedy on all the other things in life. Now the, his stunt doubles, you know, eh, no job, <laughs> done. You got to move on. You got to have a side gig. Many of you I've talked to about having not just a primary, but a side gig. People say, why do you have all these different businesses? I practice what I preach, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yes, I have a primary focus. My wife, a primary focus. Every one of our children, a primary focus in what we do. But then we have ancillary things that supplement in the event times change, such as, oh, well, if I was a tie manufacturer, that might not be so good. I might need to do, I don't know, a shirts because people don't want to wear ties anymore. You get that. I would hope you get it, right? Yes! So the reality in life is it all ties together. Bruce is going to be okay if he has saved his money and he paid himself first, meaning he paid himself. He got the money in his hands, had the self-determination, the long-term time horizon, the ability to say no to stupid. It was invested properly and it was invested through people that are real fiduciaries, not these hogwash salespeople. Okay, you get it? I know you get it. Probably 10 or 15% of the population gets it. If you're listening to my podcast, there's a high probability there's a huge number of you who get it because the dumbbells, no. The dumbbells are not going to listen to this podcast. You stupid. They're not. What's nine plus 10? 21. You stupid. So for those of you who know me, there's a new Paulie coming around. There's all of us. We've decided we're not taking, I just don't have the time for these children and stupid people. Bingo. Anymore. Not going to do it. So with that, let's get out of here. No song today. We'll do a little Wagner and then we're done. (laughs) 